It's today, it's the first day back for everyone. I think everyone's kind of just trying to figure it out. Now workers have to decide, do I stay home, keep my family safe, end up facing termination, or do I go to work, risk my life, and risk my family's life? They actually have employees that are dedicated to making sure that the other employees stay six feet apart. As some people start returning to work, there are a lot of questions about how to keep everyone as safe as possible. Last week, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released new guidelines for reopening offices. They're suggesting things like wearing masks, temperature checks, and prohibiting handshakes. But every sort of workplace is going to be facing its own unique challenges. So what can you expect? And what are your rights? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. This is brand new territory for all of us. And employees want their workers to feel comfortable. Employees want to feel safe in their workspace. That's CNN business senior writer, Catherine Vassell. She covers careers in the workplace and has been writing CNN's Work Transform newsletter, which looks at how the pandemic is changing the way we work. If you're going back to work, you're going to see a little bit of different office than you did when you left. First of all, you're probably not going to bring everybody back all at the same time. You might do staggered shifts where some people work in the mornings and some more people work later in the evening. You also are going to see a lot more space in between desks, too, to allow for that social distancing. You might see partitions between workers to offer more protection. Those big community rooms and gathering places like um, the meeting rooms or the kitchen spaces, they might be closed off now to avoid people from gathering in groups there. And also hallways and stairways, they might make them one way um, to also make sure that there isn't congestion among workers. So that's in an office. But what about factory workers? The CDC came out with some guidelines for meat and poultry processing workers. The problem there is that often they work close together on processing lines. Um, they also tend to have longer shifts, which means they have prolonged closeness to their coworkers. So the CDC is recommending that they try to institute six feet apart on the processing lines, try to avoid having workers face-to-face on the processing lines, and then even creating partitions to separate the workers as well. And retail workers? They have to interact with customers all day, every day. The goal there is just to minimize the face-to-face contact as much as you can. You know, you're going to start seeing more displays in grocery stores and retail stores, maybe at the checkout line to kind of remind people this is where you need to stand to maintain the six feet of social distancing. Um, As you get closer to the checkout, you might see, you know, plexiglass partitions kind of blocking off contact between the customer and the worker. Also things like handling money, right? Having the customer place the money down instead of doing it hand to hand or having the customer swipe the credit card on their own. Maybe they'll shift their big primary restocking activity to off peak hours where there isn't a lot of movement in customers in the stores. So offices, factories, and stores are all trying to plan ahead and put safety measures in place to keep everyone safe but it can still be scary. It's normal to feel very nervous or anxious about returning to work. And the key here really is to have an open dialogue with your employer. But what legal protections do you have? For example, can you refuse to go back to work if you're not ready? From a legal perspective, it's pretty difficult. The generalized fear or anxiety that I might catch coronavirus or that I would be exposed to is not in and of itself a basis to refuse to come to work. That's Russ Adler. 
a New York-based labor and employment attorney. There's been a lot of guidance issued by state departments of health, uh, the CDC, OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Act. And these are all guidances on what employers should be doing as far as cleaning and, and PPE. Um, these are best practices, but you can't sue for a violation of these recommendations. Let's say you do go back to work and your employer is ignoring safety recommendations. What do you do if you're put in this potentially risky situation and you feel uncomfortable? First off, Adler says you should make your concerns explicit. If you're going to be vague about it and, and speak about it you know, later on, someone could say, well, that's not what you complained about or you didn't complain about that issue, you complained about something else. So I'd want to have some contemporaneous documentation to support that I actually did complain about, for example, the absence of PPE or not enforcing social distancing guidelines. The other general rule is there's federal OSHA, which requires that an employer provide a workplace that's free from recognized hazards that are causing or likely to cause death or serious physical harm. So that's a very general standard. I would not have tremendous faith in an OSHA claim in this context. You'd have to be able to show that there was some specific event or circumstance that rendered that workplace unsafe. Simply saying, you know, I saw someone didn't have a mask on or, or they were being loose about PPE may not be sufficient. The National Labor Relations Act may also give you certain protections when you speak out. That basically says when employees act for their concerted benefit of their Co-workers, it's called protected concerted activity. Um, they may have certain legal protections. Uh, the scope of that is not clear. Uh, and when is it concerted protected activity versus activity on your own behalf? That can be sort of unclear. And what happens if, God forbid, you do get sick at work? What legal protections do you have then? I guess the first question becomes, how do you know you got it at work? Because the nature of the illness is that it'd be very difficult to identify the source of infection. But I think you'd probably be able to make a claim for workers' compensation, an on-the-job illness or injury. Uh, in which case, you'd have protection under the workers' compensation law, which provides a certain amount of income replacement. Many companies are talking about doing health screenings or medical tests among employees. Can your employer force you? What are your rights? Prior to COVID, there are very strict rules about what kind of medical testing could be done. Generally speaking, you could not do medical testing to, you know, current employees. But now, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission says employers can administer temperature checks and even COVID-19 tests because an infected employee poses a threat to the health of others. You can ask, do you have the following symptoms? Uh, that is permissible. Uh, you could not ask, for example... Do you have a family member who has coronavirus? That might be a violation of the genetic discrimination law that would prohibit that question. But you could say, have you been exposed to someone who has COVID? Do you have the following symptoms? Uh, do you have a fever? And you could take, you know, a temperature test. Can your employer require you to use personal protective equipment like a mask? If you were to refuse to wear a mask without a medical basis... That would probably be grounds for disciplinary action, which could include termination. An employer would be within its rights to, to mandate use of PPE. Remember, federal laws and guidelines can be complicated, and specific labor rights differ by state. It would be very dangerous for anyone listening to any sort of advice via the internet to say, that applies to me. Every situation is very much unique. Again, they're writing a lot of these laws and there are just nuances that no one could think of because until you sort of get these things out into the workforce, 
there are pieces of it that no one thought of. Not because they didn't plan, but because we're acting quickly. Um, and frankly, this whole situation is going to cause a lot of very interesting legal issues that are going to come up over the next couple of years. If you have concerns about going back to work, try talking to your employer. They may be able to make some accommodations. It can be tough to keep up with all these new regulations, but there are resources you can turn to, like your workplace policies and local or state laws. The CDC and Department of Labor also have useful information on their websites. And if you have an issue that is not clearly addressed by current laws or policies, you may want to consult an employment lawyer. Because whether you're returning to an office, factory, or store, you do have a right to work in a safe environment. You can subscribe to the Work Transform newsletter at cnn.com slash worktransformed. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening.